You already know you're listening to Kill and Keep It Real podcast. Keep listening. Always keep it real. Always keep it authentic. And always keep it 100. Yo, what's going on? Thank you for being part of Can We Keep It Real podcast. Thanks for watching, man. And uh, enjoy the content. Please support the program. You want to be on the show, you can reach out to me. Download the Anchor app and you can definitely leave a message. Something you want to talk about. Hit me up. Can We Keep It Real 40 at gmail.com. We need to reopen sports, Rhode Island. Reopen sports everywhere, nationwide, man. Shout out to the states that are playing football. We'll be back with more. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back. You know, we're trying to see what's going on with local football. And it looks like Governor... Gina Raimondo, a uh, Democrat, of course, uh, in Rhode Island, said that, uh, I was so impressed with the Rhode Island Interscholastic League's work. They have such a can-do attitude. Like, if this is what the rules are, we're going to do plan A. If the rules are different, we've got a plan B. And if they're different, we got a plan C. They're going to figure it out and get these kids to have sports. We'll figure it out, whatever the circumstances might be. Just commit yourself to the children and we will figure it out um that was pretty much um pinned to the Rhode Island the Scholastic League's Twitter page you know but you know there is football going on in other parts of the country um the CDC puts out something today that said uh 94% of the COVID-19 cases people had uh underlying conditions they had other illnesses that contributed to them passing away so is this um pandemic is it a pandemic whatever you want to call it is it is it political you know but we ain't really trying to get into that it looks like the pc men's basketball friars family is mourning the loss of john thompson 64 he was a legendary player and an even greater person our thoughts and prayers are with the thompson family john thompson was born in 1941 he played number 50 for the providence friars so shout out to the thompson family you know for sure because it's sad anytime you lose somebody and also congrats to former three times Rhode Island Interscholastic League state golf champion from 07 to 09 it looks like Samantha Morell who qualified for the 2020 KPMG Women PGA Championship that's actually one of the ladies five mages she played, I believe, at North Kingstown High School. So, congratulations to the three-time state golf champion. You know, qualifying, you know, for such a, for such such an event for sure. And also, congratulations to the RIIAAA for earning this membership record. They have the highest percentage of members. At 176%, so excellent work there. 
Um, and then NFHS said sports are fun, injuries aren't. Make sure you're prepared to keep your players safe when they return to play. That's in partnership with hospitals for special surgery. We offer a free course that teaches coaches how to reduce the risk. And I got to say, the NFHS, they've been, um, did I say that right? Yeah, the NFHS, they've been actually having a lot of different campaigns this year to um, giving free classes, free classes in um, if you want to be a referee, um, classes on different things that coaches need to do to get their um, players ready. Just just classes that coaches have to take for them to be certified to be a coach. I mean, a lot of things are going on right now, especially in football, but there are definitely games being played everywhere. I mean, you got, I believe you got Alabama that's putting on some football. I mean, we really got to let these kids, you know, face their opponents, get back on the field. Because, you know, basically it, it's just the right thing to do. Um, a lot of these kids are lost without their high school sports. There's been a lot of polls that, that are saying how kids get... Um, Kids are suffering from from depression, anxiety, and what else? What else is there for these for these kids to really do? I mean, seriously, there really isn't much else for these kids to do, even during social learning. After they do their, you know, twenty minutes an hour of school, which basically it's not much more than that. At least it wasn't last season. You know, so what are what is there for them to do the rest of the day besides go back to sleep or go out and get in trouble? You know, they definitely need they need sports, they need arts, they need the entertainment that these schools provide. You know, for them to to stay in phase three and not allow sports. But everywhere around Rhode Island, we do have sports going on. It looks like Connecticut's gonna go forward. You know, Maine is definitely going forward and and Wesley being so close to the Connecticut border and people living on both sides of of the border that have families I is a possibility that kids might transfer would you transfer your your child to be in a sports program especially if they're trying to get towards college if they're trying to work towards towards a bigger goal would you do that would you allow your kid to to basically transfer. That's what a lot of parents are, are making. There are some decisions about kids transferring. You know, parents just getting up and, and moving their job, moving their business somewhere where, you know, not everybody is in that that type of position. I mean, that's for sure. But what are we talking about today? I mean, we definitely got into it with Coach McCormick the other day. We were talking about the NCAA uh, changing the eligibility. We got into, um, you know, we talked about the, the SATs. 
Stuff like that, you know, but um Let's see what these guys are talking about. Iowa, Montana, Ohio, Wyoming, Arkansas, Idaho, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and Texas all getting going. Zach, which uh, states kind of stand out to you? Actually, let's start in the state of Ohio. Yeah, we, I was going to say Ohio anyways, man. And one of the main reasons why is because we're going to get our third top 25 team to actually start this week. And that's number 23, Pickerington Central. They're the defending Division I state champs. And, uh, you know, winning that D title in the state of Ohio is one of the hardest things to do. They got to replace Demetri Crenshaw at quarterback, but they got this cat, Lorenzo Styles Jr., a 2021 Notre Dame commit, one of the sauciest wide receivers in the country. They play on Sunday against Pickerington North. That game's actually going to be on ESPN. You got a few other big games in Ohio going down this weekend, too. You got St. Edward and Massillon, Washington. And then another big game that's out of state, actually, is St. X. They're going to be playing one of the best teams from Indiana, Brownsburg. So that's what I'm looking forward to this week is Ohio. And also, Steve, another thing to pay attention to is the lower classifications, 1A to 4A in Texas, are also getting underway. So that's going to be something big to watch because I feel like the 5A and 6A classifications will be keeping a close eye on that, and they're set to kick off in the end of September. Yeah, so that's uh, 17 total states that will be underway starting this week. And so far, Zach, the national spotlight has been on high school football, obviously, because uh, first to get going. Uh, I mean, did you hear that? There's 17 states, basically, that are basically all ready to get going. And high school football is actually the first sport to actually get going. And a lot of sports are going to be keeping an eye on this especially after a lot of states cancel basketball championships cancel spring seasons in march i mean the focus of summer conditioning in an on-time fall sports continues to be an ongoing discussion and a divisive issue nearly all want high school sports to return but the question a lot of states are dealing with and administrators remain how to move forward safely the COVID stuff, we've seen some games in the middle of a game get stopped to spread fans out. We've, we've heard of a few COVID cases here and there. We're now, there actually have been coaches that stopped the game and made fans put their mask on and do basically, you know, what they had to do. But we definitely want high school sports to return. Yeah, we definitely want it, want it safely. You know, but what states are going to plan forward as scheduled? I mean, some have modified plans. I mean, forget all about teaching these kids to do flag football in, in the middle of a, in the middle of all this. Like that's just going to be too tough. Games uh, get canceled, and and we're seeing it with with states. We're we're going to see it. Adjustments are going to need to happen. But so far, I would say it's off to a good start at the high school level. Would you agree? Yeah, 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 definitely. I was going to mention Utah. I mean, they, they're two weeks in, and we haven't really seen a. a a big time thing when it comes to COVID cases. There's been maybe one or two teams that have had to quarantine, but there's been nothing significant. So that is a good sign for, you know, states that are aiming to play this fall and something to keep an eye on. You know, we saw earlier today or earlier this week, the Philadelphia Catholic League announced they're moving football to the spring. So that'll affect a lot of football teams in the state of Pennsylvania. That'll be something to keep an eye on to see if Pennsylvania actually moves forward because it's going to be hard to do it without the Philadelphia Catholic League. And the Philadelphia Catholic League looks to be a pretty good-sized league, so we'll have to definitely see what's going on up there in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and, and we're seeing 
things happen in the spur of the moment. We almost saw this, or we did see this in Alabama last week when they got kicked off. Hoover, the number one team, arguably in the state. I know you like another team uh, more than Hoover at the whole. <laughs> yeah, I know you like Thompson a little better than Hoover, but at this the state level, uh, Hoover wasn't without a, a game, and then all of a sudden, boom, they had to pick up an opponent, and they pick up Phoenix Central. It turns out to be, I know it's early in the season, but one of the best games already we've seen. I know you were watching it uh, last week, but that's, that's going to happen right now at the high school level for sure. Yeah, definitely. Real quick on that game, too. I mean, Hoover, second-half squad, they were down 28-21 at half. And then they ended up winning 45-35. So big win for Hoover. And the nice thing with Hoover, Thompson, and Hewitt Trustville, and then Central Phoenix City, all these teams are going to be playing each other this season. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all going to get solved on the football field. Who number one is Thompson, of course, is the defending 7A state champs. They won their first state title since 1982 last season, and they have the talent to repeat for sure. So basically, they're talking about Ohio. They're talking about Pennsylvania, Alabama. And basically, you heard what they said. They said there has not been a report, an uptick in COVID-19. They said a couple of teams had the quarantine, but there was really nothing major that became of that. So now we know that Alabama High School Athletic Association, uh, Central Border Control, they announced back July 22nd that they were going to move forward. And they had guidelines to begin football and games did it's not football practice in Alabama went without a problem. Um, they started off in shorts and helmets. Um, and some schools that do not want to begin on July 27th, they started fall a little bit later in August. You know, so there's all types of places. Uh, you look in, in Arizona, they approved August 5th, the fall 2020 sports calendar. Uh, football is scheduled to begin practice September 7th with games starting as soon as September 30th. California making a big splash. The Interscholastic Federation, they moved back its fall and winter seasons to start in January. In an announcement back in the middle of J- July, the California Interscholastic Federation, they determined um, with their 10 sections that education-based Athletes for the 2021 season will begin a modified season of sports scheduling. Uh, They split all its sports into really two seasons, basically, instead of three, with uh, varying with different starts and playoff dates for different sports. Um, Part of the northern section, they plan to split with the CIF schedule for at least a year. But after that, the State Department of Health released updates about youth sports guidelines. And it's planned to align with the rest of the state. So we'll definitely have to see what's going on. We know that Colorado pushed it back. Um, Connecticut, a big release coming out. Uh, first they wanted fall sports and then they, they did it. And they said, you know what? All fall sports are going to go forward. Cross country, field hockey, football, soccer, swimming, volleyball. They all begin workouts back on October 29th. But they cannot really practice until September 21st. But per the release, all sports activities are going to be restricted to low-risk conditioning for now. And non-contact sports, um, no lodging in groups of 10 through September 20th. And then the CIAC believes that a minimum of two weeks of COVID data is really necessary to determine whether 
the return to on-campus instructions is going to impact the offering. Uh, no full team practices really are going to occur until September 21st in Connecticut. And the CIAC is going to monitor the COVID metrics daily. They'll provide updates to member schools every Friday, I believe, what they're going to do. Um, and they're going to give them basically an outlook for the following week. Now, all sports have definitely been paused since August 14th when the CIAC responded to the Department of Health's recommendation to move football and volleyball to the spring. One thing I'm curious about in Connecticut, we all know that one of the the country's biggest, longest football rivalries is Westerly High School's Stonington football. Are they going to have that game? It's been going on since 19. 19- 11 um the last time that they really didn't have a game who knows the score supposedly was like 111 uh one of their biggest games was 111 to uh to nothing but i think connecticut's most of their starting team was pushed off to war at the time and we're actually gonna have a whole breakdown on the wesley bulldogs football history going way back where wesley actually was playing high school teams but let's get back to this iowa Iowa's the baseball tournament ended August 1st with 29,000 fans in attendance over the four title games at Principal Park, right? So that shows that they're making a big turnout. That was the highest turnout since 2014, and we are in a pandemic. Um, The Athletic Association in Iowa announced a flexible regular season schedule for football only. The start dates practice they started practice on August 10th, and the first game could have been as early as the 27th, but that all remains the same. But we're gonna keep a track on what's going on in all these states. Um, let's see a little closer. The Massachusetts Athletic Association announced August 19th that it approved the recommendation for the organization's COVID-19 task force. Uh, The Department of Secondary Education, they're going to keep low and moderate risk sports in the fall, but move higher risk sports like football to a floating season starting February 22nd, they're calling it. So we'll let you know what's more, what's going on with high school football, man. It's your boy Mikey, man. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. And you want to be a guest on the show, you want to talk about this, you know, reach out. Can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. You know, uh, message me on many of the social medias. Definitely check out the CWKIR podcast page over there on Facebook. 